Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. And while normally I do not do this program by myself, today, unfortunately, Mike is, uh, well, let's just put it this way, he is uh, indisposed in the state of Florida, you know, the right coast, the coast with the most, as he liked to say, the co-host with the most, except uh, obviously, well, he's not here today. But anyway, we're going to have a good time because guess what, folks? It is a very special day today, and that would be Hump Day. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> it's Hump Day. Hump Day! <laughs> it's Hump Day. Hump Day! That's right, folks. Today is Hump Day. This is the day in which we attempt to begin the weekend. Sometimes with success, sometimes not. But hey, you know what? The fun is all in the trying. So join us on this fine Hump Day. Uh, and by the way, and encourage your friends to do the same. Remember, like, share, subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. Let your friends know that they can watch. Let them know where they can watch or they can listen to the rundown. Anywhere they get their podcasts, anywhere you watch stuff online. You can find us. Great places, especially you want to make sure YouTube, Facebook, also OpsLens, uh, as well as Spotify are great places to watch the program. And once again, anywhere you get your podcasts, uh, you will find us. Now, also want to make sure to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. We'll start with uh, Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. Uh, you may already, if you if purchased a NAR in uh, recent times, then you probably already own one of their barrels. If you have not, then, uh, well, why not? Well, you know what? Now, if you want to rebarrel your AR, your current AR, or you want to just build a new AR, they are the place to go. Go to hitmanindustries.net and uh, get your parts today. Also want to encourage you to visit the California Republican Assembly. That's right. Uh, Ronald Reagan once referred to the California Republican Assembly as the conscience of the Republican Party. We're working to help elect conservatives uh, from the top of the from from the top president all the way down to dog catcher, uh, but we can only do it with your help. Visit us at cragop.org. That's cragop.org. Become a part of California's future today. Also, want to remind you, Hog Holsters. You can find them at hogholsters.com. Helping Americans wear guns. Go there, check them out, and make sure to use the discount code, the rundown, all caps, no spaces. Get your holster today. Finally, want to remind you, if you're looking for tactical gear, if you're looking for outerwear like coats or hats or gloves, if you're looking for optics like, you know, glasses, or you're looking for uh, sights, or you're looking for whatever accessories you're looking for, uscombatgear.com is the place to go. Go there, check them out. I promise you'll like what you see. Uh, spend some money with them at uscombatgear.com. By the way, the links to all of our sponsors are, li are listed in the description to this program. So you don't even really have to know the website. All you got to do is click on the link, go there. Once again, spend some money with them. And make sure you let them know that it was the guys over at the Rundown that sent you. All right, let's get into today's news stories. And we're going to start with the first one. Um, now, the last few days, uh, in, in particular in California, have been a little crazy. Uh, there have been uh, shootings that have been taking place. And, and normally I don't use the term mass shootings, but I'm using the term that's used by the Gun Violence Archive. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, when I say mass shootings, I always do the, the, the air quotes or when I say assault weapons, because these are terms that they make up. Uh, these are mass casualty events. 
uh, that involve firearms or that involve firearms. Uh, because as we all know, there are mass casualty events that don't include firearms. Uh, but uh, we've had uh, one incident that took place in Monterey Park here in the state of California where an individual shot and killed 11, uh, 11 other individuals. Uh, we also had an incident uh, that occurred in, uh, we also had an incident that occurred in, uh, oh, where was it? Oh, oh, in Half Moon Bay where another individual, a disgruntled worker, decided to go to work and uh, and shoot seven of seven of his uh, former co-workers, or three at one place and four at another place. And then there was a shooting that took place in Oakland, and we'll talk a little bit about that in our next story. Uh, now, these are basically two incidents, that, or three incidents that took place in three days. Uh, and as a result of that, uh, you now have a group called, uh, well, Axios quotes folks, Axios quotes folks in this uh, in this on this particular website. So you have Axios is basically saying that there have been more mass shootings in the U.S. than days so far. So their their argument is that there have been more once again more mass shootings than days. And understand first and foremost that that, that the folks that they are quoting are the folks over at the gun violence archive. So these are the folks right here that they are in fact quoting. Uh, and according to them in 2023, so, so far in 2023, there have been, let's see, total number of gun violence, death, total number of injuries, mass shootings. They are saying that there have been 40 uh, mass shootings, uh, six mass murders, uh, but they're saying there have been four mass shootings uh, in the United States uh, since, uh, well, there have been that many mass shootings uh, while there have only been 25 days now uh, in the month. Well, I guess, obviously, if we're talking about in a month, uh, that's, you know, they're, they're, there's only 30 days in, or 31 days in the longest month. So anyway, thar th th that be. In any case, um, where did I put this? Okay. In any case, what I wanted to show you folks here was, first of all, I think it's important for us to note, uh, well, not just is it important to take a look at what they consider to be a mass shooting, uh, that I believe is vitally, that I believe is vitally important, uh, but I also believe that we need to consider exactly what it is that they are, I think, well, let me take a step back. I think it's also important that we consider where these particular shootings are taking, where these particular shootings are taking place. Because what you have here is you have places like California where they want to argue that, you know, well, it's not really happening. You know, California, the, the governor of California has argued that uh, we have the, you know, a, a dramatically small number of, of shootings like this that have taken place or that are taking place in the state of California. But if one just takes a second to look at it, Let's take a look at this one right here. So if you look at it, I want you to take a look at where most of these quote-unquote mass shootings are taking place in the state of California. In fact, maybe I will, uh, let me zoom it in a little bit even more for you, just so that you can uh, get a perspective. Now, there you go. Let's scoot it in a little bit more. Uh, you notice overwhelmingly these shootings are taking place in three different areas. One, obviously, right down there around Los Angeles. Uh, you know, the, we know that Los Angeles, uh, they, they have, uh, uh, 
not only do they have try have attempted to have very much stricter gun laws than the state of California, by the way, California having the strictest gun laws in the entire country, but they've attempted in Los Angeles to have even stricter gun laws. At the same time, they allow people they allow criminals to walk the streets who people who've been arrested for multiple different crimes, they're allowing them to just get out of jail and walk the streets and uh well, we know we've seen the result of that. The other, if you notice there, uh, is uh, the other cluster that you see there is the San Francisco Bay Area. That includes Oakland, that includes San Francisco, that includes Berkeley. Once again, another area where there are mass, where there appear to be mass shootings. Now, unlike the event that took place in Half Moon Bay, which appears to be uh, 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 a workplace violence uh, issue, or the incident that took place in uh, Monterey, I think it was Monterey Park, uh, which actually seems to be a, uh, a, a family or domestic uh, violence issue where an individual was upset that they weren't invited to a dance. Yeah, that exactly. It, yeah, I know exactly what you're thinking already. But most of these incidences turn out to be gang or drug related. Now, that is something that they, in fact, will not tell you. Uh, but that's why you see those in those areas where, guess what? You see a lot of gang and drug activity. The Bay, San Francisco Bay Area, Los Angeles. And then you look, there's a couple of clusters there, kind of in the Central Valley area of California. Uh, that would be Stockton and Sacramento. The point that I'm making here, folks, is that, uh, uh, one, let's just be real. Their definition of mass shooting is different than the FBI's definition of mass shooting. So there haven't been as many... Uh, as they would lead you to believe. The other thing that they would have you to believe is that these things are happening all over uh, in state in a bunch of different states. And the reality is, is, is uh, they while they are while they may be happening in various different areas, they tend to be happening in areas that are run by anti-gun Democrats. I, I I can't think of any other way to put it, but that that is exactly where the tendency is. That's exactly what the data shows. You have Gavin Newsom who wants to argue that well, the state of California per capita, uh, or you know they they have less gun violence. Well, that's because the people in the more rural areas or suburban areas or uh, let's say Republican areas, conservative areas, well, they tend not to be running around shooting people up. That's why you see a lot less shootings uh, in the state. That's why per capita, the state of California has, uh, has less uh, less shootings. But if we focused on our urban centers, uh, I guarantee you, you'll find that it is well above the national average. And some, by the way, some of these urban centers have, have a greater population uh, than some of our other states. So I think that's a significant thing. To, I think that's a significant thing to point out. Now, the next story kind of has to do with that because, once again, uh, this is an event that took place in Oakland, California. Uh, in Oakland, California, there was an incident where one individual was killed uh, and uh, seven others were injured. This is gunfire, gun, gunfire follows two other devastating shootings in California and Half Moon Bay. Now, the interesting thing about this is, is they still really haven't told us a lot about what is going on here. Uh, they're calling it, uh, once again, an explosion of violence. Uh, what they are not doing is they are not pointing out exactly what is causing the violence. In other words, they're talking about guns, but they're not talking about, for example, the one was workplace violence, which is really kind of a mental health issue. The other is a, it appears to be, once again, a jealousy issue, which, once again, uh, has more to do with the person than it, in fact, has to do with, and in fact, has to do with the gun. Uh, by the way, in, in the, the, the guy in uh, uh, 
the guy in uh, in Half Moon Bay, he had already attempted to kill someone, and for some reason, uh, that such though that the guy had to, the person had to get a restraining order against him. But they didn't. They don't tell you anything about all that. Or they well, they did, but then they don't. They don't. You don't wonder. Well, okay. So he tried to smother someone with a pillow and was only saved by another roommate. Uh, one would wonder why this guy was out walking the street. But I, I digress. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Anyway, so in the Oakland shooting, they don't really give you a lot of details, right? Uh, what they do because what they probably are not going to tell you is and. And once again, I have no information. I am not giving you anything that I know to be uh, that I know to be the case. What I do know is this. What I do. What I am guessing is this: is that this has something to do with gangs or drugs. Do you know why I feel comfortable that I can do that? Because the overwhelming majority of shootings have to do with gangs or drugs. The overwhelming majority of mass shootings are related to gangs or drugs. But for some reason, the guns are the issue, not the gangs or the drugs. For some reason, instead, what we ought to be doing, they're saying, is we ought to be paying uh, gang members not to shoot each other. What they're saying is that we ought to, what we ought to be doing is legalizing drugs, you know, kind of like we did with marijuana. And we've seen what levels of success we've had in reducing crime and, uh, crime and violence surrounding marijuana here in the state of California, right? We've seen all the tax dollars that have been brought in uh, to the state of California from this industry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, you, you're saying I sound a bit sarcastic? Well, I sound sarcastic because I am. Because uh, we have seen actually an uptick in violence surrounding uh, illegal grows, surrounding uh, cartels bringing marijuana in from other countries because, you know, all it really did was make it so that it was legal to smoke it and possess it. Uh, it didn't really do anything on the supply side because they so overtaxed it and so overregulated it that, uh, yeah, it's a lot cheaper and a lot easier for people to just buy from the people that they've already been buying it from, uh, which, by the way, are illegal sources. But in any case, that's not that's what they that is not what they're that's not what they are going to tell you. That's not what Gavin Newsom is going to tell you as he starts talking about how despicable. Uh, people are who believe in the right to keep and bear arms. Keep in mind, Gavin Newsom is an individual who seeks to make victims out of these out of these people. He's the one who would make it so that they weren't allowed to have or possess a firearm in order to defend themselves from these individuals who are seeking to do harm to them. And then, following it, he further victimizes them by doing a, 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 a macabre sort of political dance over their bodies. And I have no other way to describe it than that's exactly what Gavin Newsom is doing. Uh, it is despicable. He is despicable uh, and completely and utterly ignorant on the subject of the Second Amendment, of firearms, firearm safety, of personal self-defense, and how to keep people safe. All he is doing is making more and more victims out of the people he claims to want to represent. But that's just, you know, one man's opinion. All right, moving on to our next story. Uh, oh, Adam Schiff for Brains and uh, Eric uh, Eric Swalwell uh, have both been removed, uh, or at least, let's put it this way. Democrats have proposed uh, uh, that uh, Swalwell and Schiff both be reappointed to the Intelligence Committee. Uh, and uh, Kevin McCarthy, Speaker Kevin McCarthy, has said, uh-uh. No way. They are not qualified. First of all, you have first of all you have Eric Swalwell, who is known to have been sleeping with 
and a, a Chinese asset. We know that he has had connections with a Chinese asset, uh, and yet and still, I mean, as Kevin McCarthy said, he could not get a uh, he could not get a clearance to in, in private industry. If he can't get a security clearance in private industry, why would we allow him to get a security clearance uh, to to basically have information to? the nation's most important information and secrets. Why would we do that? That would be the very definition of, of stupidity, right? That would be, I mean, highly, highly stupid. And then, then you've got Adam Schiff. Now, Adam Shifty Schiff, uh, this is, once again, keep in mind, this is the guy who decided that, uh, you know, he reported from the very beginning. He was saying, well, we have irrefutable evidence that uh, that the president of the United States, not the current president, but the past president, uh, President Trump, has been colluding with the Russians. Irrefutable evidence. He, he basically lied. He lied because once all of the information came out, whether it's the, the Mueller, uh, Robert Mueller investigation, uh, we had all the information that we were going to get. And guess what? Even he said there were no ties to or no evidence of uh, of collusion with of collusion with the Russians. Uh, he cost this nation millions, uh, millions of dollars in investigative uh, 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 resources. Uh, he cost uh, the president of the United States a lot of political capital in his ability to be able to be. Uh, to to be able to govern, and it's amazing that Donald Trump got all that he got done done, uh, in spite of uh, the undermining uh, that individuals like Adam Schiff did. Uh, there is absolutely no way that this guy should be on an, on a committee. Now, mind you, this is this, these are the same folks, the people who are arguing about this, who didn't let two Republicans sit on any committees. Uh, Representative, uh, I think it's Gozier and Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene were not allowed to sit on any committees. And yet and still, somehow, Democrats believe that, yeah, no, these folks should be allowed to sit on, once again, the most infer- the most sensitive of committees. And then the sad part is, is you've even got some Republicans uh, who are backing that up. I'm sorry, but no. No, I think there's very good reason to not put them back on that committee. I don't know that I would put them on no committees, but I would definitely pick, a com- pick some committees that have uh, uh, less, uh, less sensitive... Uh, and less important information on them. That's where I think those individuals ought to find their new uh, their new home in the legislature. And then finally, our last story today has to do with the teaching of black history. Now, you might recall that uh, that uh, Governor Ron DeSantis uh, has he has rejected an advanced placement course uh, focusing on what they say is black history. Uh, now, and, and as a result, there's been a lot of backlash. And this was a piece that was written by a group. Uh, it's basically uh, from a group called Word in Black. It's a group of, uh, it's a commentary. Uh, it's a group of African-American publishers or black newspaper publishers. Uh, this particular piece specifically was written by uh, Azia Seed. Uh, and it doesn't exactly say which paper was originally published in, but the interesting thing about this particular article is, is that it does absolutely nothing and it speaks nothing to the quality of what is in this particular advanced placement course. Now, I don't know anybody 
and I'm not saying there aren't people, but I don't know any policymakers who are against the idea of teaching black history, of teaching about slavery, about sleep, teaching about the slave trade, about teaching about uh, Jim, the Jim Crow era, about teaching about Reconstruction and the history of, of how uh, uh, peoples of African descent were brought to this country, how they've been treated in this country, uh, and, and, you know, from, from the time they were brought, we, we were brought here uh, to the time, uh, to, to the modern day. What we take issue with, and I think what uh, what Ron DeSantis has been very clear in pointing out is, he's not for political indoctrination, which is what is a big part of what is in this thing. Uh, not just political indoctrination, but other indoctrination. For example, in this in this in this uh, uh, curriculum, they talk about black queer theory. First of all, why are we teaching? They 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 not only teach critical race theory which basically teaches that all white people are racist and all black people are victims. Uh, and our current system is set up and designed to uh, victimize, uh, victimize black people. And the only way in which we can move forward is by tearing it down. Uh, but it also advocates for queer theory, which is, um, which I'm wondering what queer theory has to do with black history. Uh, it has nothing to do with black history. And and I think there are many people who, if they understood that this was in this advanced placement course, would take issue with it. There's also ad, It also advocates for uh, the elimination of our current criminal justice system. It advocates for the uh, elimination of our current economic system. Uh, it speaks to motivations uh, that are not founded in any fact or history as to certain things that occurred within history. In fact, it speaks contrary to what we know to be the facts. Look, if you're going to have something, if you're going to teach a curriculum, if you're going to have a curriculum, all right, especially advanced placement, meaning we're going to give you college credit for it. There's a few things it has to have. Number one, it needs to be accurate. All right. How about that? How about we make sure that it is accurate and this curriculum is not accurate. How about we do this? How about we also make, how about we also make sure that it, that it, that it is focused on what it's supposed to be on. I'm sorry, but talking about, about capitalism or let me clarify, lying about capitalism, uh, bringing in queer theory, uh, none of this has anything to do with black history. It's all an attempt by the liberal academic intelligentsia to try and co-opt uh, co young people. Uh, number three, it, it has to have some basis in fact, or it has to has, have, have experienced at least some level uh, of academic uh, historical rigor. And none of this, just so you know, social justice theory has absolutely no basis in fact or academic rigor, period. Right. There's no data that supports the things that they the things that they claim uh, when put up for peer review. All they say is, well, you know, you know, the 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 system, the logic and critical thinking is white supremacy. We can't look at history. We don't, we can only look at experiential history, meaning, you know, your experience is all that really matters. Well, here's the problem. My experience isn't the same as theirs. My experience doesn't fall in line with their uh, their critical race theory, right? So my experience in their eyes doesn't matter. They say that I have, I have internalized racism. Uh, I say bull, right? None of this has any base. In it. And then, then the final thing is, 
Um, if we're talking about academia, we're talking about academics, in particular, if we're talking about it at the K-12 level, uh, it ought not include political advocacy. And that is what is included in this. It is sheer socialist Marxist political advocacy. That is what is in this particular curriculum. But nowhere and anywhere in any of these articles that are criticizing it, none of these headlines, they don't, they don't refer to any of the details of the content. They say, oh, well, you're just, you don't want to teach black, you don't want to teach about black people. Nah, I'm sorry. Y'all, you, you have no credibility. And I stand up and I salute uh, Governor Ron DeSantis for standing up uh, to these folks and telling them, no, we're not having it. I, I very much appreciate them standing up to because, you know, I, I most of the people that I know are all for teaching about histories of all significant populations within this country, helping us to understand because black history is American history. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Black history is American history because it is so interwoven uh, in, in the United States that you cannot talk about history in total without including uh, the history of peoples of African descent uh, here in these United States. I'm sorry, you just, you can't. Um, but having said that, uh, promoting lies, promoting indoctrination and political agendas, uh, no, that, that's, not what our academic, our, our, that's not what our academic system is supposed to be doing. And so we say no, uh, Governor DeSantis says no, and I, I take my hat off to him. All right, on that note, we're going to move ahead to our parting shots. Brought to you by Hog Hosters. That's hogholsters.com. Helping Americans wear guns. Go there, get your holster today. Remember to use the discount code, the rundown, all caps, no spaces. Get your holster today. Our first one is, uh, well, kind of in line with what has been going on with all of the uh, document gates. Uh you know, the Democratic Party decided that they were going to go after President Donald Trump uh, because, well, hey, you know what? He has some classified documents at his home. They decided to raid his home at Mar-a-Lago. And now all of a sudden we are finding out that, well, President uh, Biden's not only got him at one place. Evidently, they found five different stashes of uh, classified documents on his properties. Uh, it's anyway. And by the way, that's just so far. And so the smoking gun that they uh, thought that they had over the president does not appear to be smoking so much. It appears to have blown up in their hand. And uh, for those of you who are just listening to the program, uh, this is a uh, donkey or a jackass, however you wish to, refer. well, they're kind of both the same, uh, with a little D on his chest, basically a Democrat pointing what appeared to be what used to be a gun, which has blown up in their face. That's a picture of Donald Trump, and it says, the smoking gun. Now that kind of leads me to uh, to our next thing. If we're if we're talking about firearms, uh, so well, I'll just show you this one. So Alec Baldwin was recently, uh, well, has recently been charged with uh, <laughs> he's recently been charged with uh, uh, manslaughter, uh, involuntary manslaughter, uh, because of the incident that occurred on the on the. Uh, on the set of the rust where, where an individual lost their life because, uh, well, because of a, of a firearm accident. Uh, and this is uh, Steve Crowder sitting there. You know, he likes to sit on cool college campuses. And the sign in front of him says, Alec Baldwin needs to make a movie with the cast of The View. Change my mind. No, I am not threatening violence against the cast. No, I am not. No, I am not. I'm sorry. I just... It is a joke. So just for those of y'all who don't know, now you know. But the reality is, is, is that these are folks who, uh, well, uh, 
how do I want to put it? They're just not nice people. And they're, they're people who tell a, a significant amount of, provide a lot of misinformation, and it would be nice to see them not provide that information. So I apologize once I try this in advance. I doubt anyone in this audience who regularly watches this uh, will be offended, but I'm sure someone who tunes in uh, who is seeking to try and find uh, a reason to cancel us, I'm sure that this is one that will, uh, that will uh, uh, not amuse them. Now, in the last a parting shot, uh, you may not have heard, but Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi wanted to have a priest come and perform an exorcism on their home uh, after the hammer attack against her husband. Well, the priest came and uh, performed that exorcism, and now Nancy Pelosi's daughter is reporting that Nancy called priests to perform an exorcism at the home after the hammer attack, and Nancy hasn't been seen in public since. Hmm. Did the exorcism work? Who knows? <laughs> okay, folks, these parting shots are jokes. They are comedy. Uh, you know, they are meant to, well, if they offend, they offend. And I don't really mind if they offend because it's called humor. And humor will sometimes offend. On that note, folks, that is the end of today's episode. We very much appreciate you tuning in. Uh, please make sure to visit our sponsors. You got Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. We got the California Republican Assembly. Uh, join California's future today. Hog Holsters, helping America's wear guns at hogholsters.com and uscombatgear.com. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the program and encourage your friends to do the same. We'll be back tomorrow on Thirsty Thursday. Hopefully, Mikey will return and be with us tomorrow. But if not, folks, you know, I got you back. I'm always going to be here for you. We'll see you tomorrow.